This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. guys and welcome to Watson Euro semi-finals Italy Spain what a game so let's analyze it of course with Danny Fisichella and with you leave a comment below in the comment section you will have the chance to win a 10 pound free bet with Novibet as always and of course if you enjoy our videos press the like button subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get notifications and now let's go on with the show Italy, Spain in the semi-finals, Danny, I guess we are both very happy. I hope we are still friends after this game. Yeah, of course, Ed, we know each other since a long, long, long time. So I'm sure we'll be still be friends, but win the best. Yes, uh, and let's start by checking the odds, Danny. We can expect, of course, that this is going to be a very balanced uh, semi-final, probably not uh, like the other one, England, Denmark, uh, checking the odds. Italy is favorite, odds 2.54, Spain victory 3.16, the draw 3.28. Danny probably checking these odds and seeing Italy is slightly favorite, uh, maybe because of the quarterfinals game, actually. Italy was uh, better than Belgium, was better than Spain, who struggled a lot uh, to knock out uh, Switzerland. This is why probably we see these uh, odds favorable for Italy. Uh, because Italy hasn't played the extra time, whereas Spain had to go to penalties. Uh, Spain has to travel back from St. Petersburg, uh, a long trip. Italy uh, was in Munich. Italy is undefeated in the last 32 games, has won 13 consecutive games. Spain, although, is undefeated in the last uh, 12. But I think based on the form of this tournament and based on the fact that Spain also had to go to extra time against Croatia, so did Italy against Austria, but overall Italy has left a best impression on this tournament so far, so I can understand why uh, they are slightly uh, favorite, but again, this is a knockout stage, this is a, a semi-final, sometimes all the prediction, all the analysis go out of the window, it, it, it just needs a little mistake, a little episode each way, anything can change. Yeah, but it's true what you said, that Italy left us a better impression overall the tournament. They started really well, of course, in the group stage, not conceding any goal. Then probably their worst game, the one that struggled the most, was against Austria. But they knew how to suffer. They qualified also in the extra time. and. We were kind of skeptical uh, to watch Italy facing a big team. They did it. Uh, they faced a big team, of course, against Belgium. And they were better. Uh, and the small players, especially, no, they shined a lot. You don't need to, to be told to shine. Insigne, uh, Verratti, especially. Also, Barella, they showed their quality. And we said it at the beginning of the tournament that Italy arrived with a good team, undefeated, as you said, they don't concede goals, and they were able to show it in when it matters in the tournament. Absolutely, they were electric at times in attack. Uh, they confused Belgium with a lot of short passes, quick movements. That's what they've been doing all tournament long. And they were relentless on the pressing. As soon as they understood after the first 10-15 minutes that they had to switch the play quickly from right to left and especially involve Spinazzola, who played so high up as he always 
done. That's where they find the key to uh, pose more threat to Belgium. Initially, they were a little bit timid, but once they pushed the line, 15, 20 minutes, uh, 20 meters up, they became very threatening. And also at the back, they've been extremely solid. Lukaku score a penalty that is very, 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 very doubtful. Uh, but you know, it's being given. You know, in the in the age of VAR, you have to accept these things. But uh, yeah, Lukaku missed two clear chances. But apart from that, uh, Belgium were reduced from uh, shoots from outside the box. So Chiellini and Borucci again did a superb job, but also to consider uh, Di Lorenzo who had a very difficult client in uh, Doku he suffered him a little bit but in the end he managed uh, not to let him score the run uh, striker so yes I think they were impressive as they always been uh, so far they demonstrated that they know how to suffer how to be tied at the back but at the same time Mancini has not changed his style even when Belgium was pressing and were going for the equalizer obviously as I mentioned, there is a negative note, a very negative note, which is the injury of Leonardo Spinazzola, uh, the left back of Roma. He's been probably the player of the tournament so far. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he's not in the um, in the in the best eleven of the tournament. I think he must be there. But he ruptured his Achilles and he's going to be out for a long time. Uh, he's going to be replaced by Emerson Palmieri of Chelsea, uh, which is a player that used to be the starter for Mancini up until last February, more or less. And he's a player that Mancini always relied in the last two, three years. We know that he's not a starter for Chelsea, but he's part of the Champions League winning side. And he's a player that likes to attack, likes to go to the byline. So he's similar to Spinazzola. Depends what kind of approach he has, what kind of mentality he has, and how focused he is, because obviously. He only played 90 minutes against Wales, but you know, seemed to be when I saw him a player that always seems ready when he's called upon. So let's see. Uh, the question with Italy is: uh, there is still room for improvement? Probably there is. I think uh, the strikers could do better. I think Immobile had another great game against the Belgian. Yes, he scored two in this tournament. He hit the bar against uh, the Austrian, but he's not quite sharp there. However, against Spain, who plays such a high line, he will be important because he will try to run behind all the time. So this is the time when Immobile can really uh, be crucial. And I think Mancini will stick to him instead of uh, Belotti. Italy have scored at least one goal in the last 14 games. So my first tip is Italy to take the lead, Italy to score first, 1.95. Mm -hmm. and Spain is considering uh, goals actually in this tournament and in general Italy playing free flow football this could be also beneficial for Spain because again Spain struggle a lot against Switzerland Spain struggle a lot usually against teams that uh, defend really close to their goalie and we see the better Spain against teams like uh, Croatia teams that try to play football. This is the example of Italy, Spain, Dani. They don't have Sarabia. They've been growing uh, during this tournament, especially the goalkeeper, of course, Unai Simon, was the hero against uh, Switzerland. They, he was also able to stand up again after that uh, huge mistake against uh, Croatia. And the midfield also is showing some capabilities with Busquets, with Koke, with especially Pedri, uh, only with 18 years old and always starting for Spain. Probably the way Italy plays is good actually for Spain, in my opinion. 
they suffered against Switzerland. The Swiss, uh, although they are not a defensive-minded team, uh, they were uh, cautious, especially in the first half, and Spain did suffer against them, similar to the game against Poland, against Sweden as well. Yes, and you're right, the game against Croatia was much more open as soon as the Croatians started uh, pushing forward. But that could exploit also some of the defects of this Spanish team. I mean, we've been praising them rightly for the way they approach the games, for their style, for the 3 they always pass, 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 you know, they rarely uh, throw the ball up front. If they don't find a hole, they go back and pass again. So it can be extenuating for the opposition to chase the ball all the time. And that's what Spain was going to try to do against Italy. It would be important for Italy to try and recover the ball high up the pitch, because that's the issue where Spain sometimes they have problems. Sometimes they overpass, sometimes they overplay in their own midfield. They lose the ball there and then they're very, very vulnerable to attack. So. Uh, let's see which midfield is going to press higher, which midfield is going to recover more balls. But the good things with Spain is that, yes, against teams that uh, don't just sit deep and defend, uh, they can be quite exciting and quite entertaining uh, to see, especially with the two, uh, the, two, the two players wide. I think Danny Olmo is going to play on one side. On the other side, I would imagine Ferran Torres, who can also cut inside on his left foot. So it's going to be really interesting. Uh, with Spain, I think uh, the issues are, as I said, sometimes they do overplay. Sometimes they are not very streetwise. They are not very clever. Maybe, um, you know, we've seen the Italians against the Belgian. They were wasting time. They were going down. You know, there is a fantastic video of Immobile going down in the box, claiming a penalty and then sprinting up as soon as Barella scores. The Spanish, they interpret the game in a different way. They don't time waste. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that that's the way you do to win games, but sometimes you need that kind of dark art as well. And we know the Italians have got lots of players who are very expert in this. And also the other issue with Spain is that the young team, they can make mistakes, they can switch off. The goal of the Swiss basically is an own goal from Spain. You did it to yourself. I mean, there was no threat, absolutely. So that could be that could be the, the key there. But again, is the team that has done more shots on target in this in this competition, is enjoyed the most possession. So obviously it's a very attacking minded team. Another question mark is are they gonna be able to convert the chances they create? Again. Against the Swiss, a bit of missed chances there, but I will not, as a manager, if I'm a manager, I always prefer to have many chances and don't convert rather than have one chances because, you know, that can come either way. Goals market, I mean, that's probably what we're going to look at. Over 2.5 goals overall, 235. I know the bookies thinks under 2.5 goals, but I think looking at these teams, uh, Another perform recently, the over over 2.5 goals is possible, or maybe a bit more cautious, over 0.5 goals in the first half. So basically, one goal in the first half, either way, 2.30. I wanted to point out also, Danny, that market, in my opinion, is the is a very interesting one. Over 2.5 goals, odds 2.35 right now on Oddspedia.com. You were analyzing how these two teams uh, usually attack uh, not always convert to Spain especially because uh, we were talking on the whole tournament about the problems that Morata might have uh, finding the net but also Gerard Moreno he missed uh, a lot of good chances uh, especially in the extra time against the Swiss uh, and there are some defensive mistakes I named before the one from Unai Simon against Croatia but you mentioned also the misunderstanding with uh, Laporte and Pau against uh, Switzerland 
causing Spain some troubles that they shouldn't uh, have against Italy, Danny. And also, I want to point out that, in my opinion, we've seen these semifinals with the two best managers in this Euro, especially with their career as a team coach. Uh, we are talking about Mancini, winner of uh, Serie A, winner of the Premier League with a long career, Luis Enrique, winner of the Champions League, winner of uh, La Liga with Barcelona, winning the treble also with Barcelona. And these two teams have a real touch of a manager. Also, England has it with uh, Southgate. But we can see how both were able to leave some important players outside the list and create their own team with the youngsters being very brave, actually, and Spain off, actually, in this Europe. Absolutely. If you look at Spain, very odd team, no Real Madrid players, no stars, no Piquet, of course. So, you know, it's a difficult choice for Luis Enrique, with the ha which had maybe not enough time, obviously because of his personal issues, to make the team. But now the thing seems to uh, come together and he's leaving his mark. I mean, Luis Enrique has always been like this. Even when he used to manage Roma many years ago, he had his philosophy, his style, he sticks to it. As I said, previously in other videos, he rarely make defensive changes. He always swaps players like for like. So it's, you know, give or take. And no, sometimes, as I said, sometimes the teams needs maybe a little bit more of a dark card, but he doesn't quite know that. And I mean, you have to appreciate him uh, for that uh, reason. Aroma, he tried to play again, 4-3-3, high line, lot of passes. He didn't quite have the players there to make it, so uh, the things didn't go his way. But with this pain side, I feel that going forward and going to Qatar and the next Euro, Euro tournaments, if he's going to be there, he's probably going to have even more of an impact the way he's making the team uh, gel together. For Mancini, the same. Mancini took on Italy, which was in a disastrous moment he had to rebuild he started calling up lot of players giving loads of players the debut I think he called up in three years over 60 players and try to make the team spirit gel the team base his midfield on uh, Berratti and Jorginho he said it from the first minute and that's where the input is once you got a midfielder with Berratti, Jorginho and Barella which are small technical quick players then you got the imprinting of the team the team is almost set the way you play you can't play defensively you cannot sit 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 too much deep in your uh, midfield you need to go high press and attack and that's what he's doing and he's also Mancini proven to use his squad really well in this um, tournament he started with Berardi on right then Chiesa came on and was good so now Chiesa started against Belgium had a good, a good performance there as well he's been able to give Chiellini a rest when he was a little bit injured and now he broke, brought him back again. Locatelli, we haven't seen him against Belgium, but again, he's another man that could come and influence the game. I think uh, Mancini has been really good, as I said, he, he used all his players so far, apart from the third keeper, Meret, so credit to him for rotating the squad. Um, last uh, few Last few tips, as we said, Two attacking teams, uh, Spain, Spain are the top scorers in the in the in the competition. I think with the 13 goals. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, so Italy score quite a lot, created chances both to score, that pace too. 
or if you think the game is going to be a little bit cagey in the first half, then that could be a both to score in the second half. You know, on Oddspeed, there's a brilliant video with, Al, with Edu that shows you how to use the half-time, full-time market. Go and check it. Uh, but obviously, you can switch to the second half, and then you got completely different odds. And obviously, the, the odds for first half, second half are higher, much higher than the full-time, obviously, because it's only based on 45 minutes, both to score in the second half, 375. Exactly, um, both teams to score pays more than no, actually. The yes is around two, as you said. No is 1.9. These two teams, Danny, they met uh, a lot of times, of course. Uh, last time was in the World Cup qualifiers 2017. At that time, Spain beat Italy 3 nil. They also met in the last Euro. At that time, Italy with Conte beat Spain. 2-0, Spain also beat Italy in the final, 4-0, uh, we all remember that, uh, good points uh, for Spain. And another thing to be positive for Spain, actually Spain are the sixth nation to progress from two separate uh, knockout matches going to extra time or beyond, and all five previous sides actually won the competition, so you need, all, of course, a bit of luck to qualify. In this round of the semi-final, just to be a little bit more optimistic with Spain, because Danny, uh, you haven't mentioned this market, but in my my impression is that you think that Italy will go through, and the victory actually for Italy pays 2.54. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yes, uh, I have to give a bit of slight advantage, in my opinion, to Italy, because as we said, it's the team that has impressed the most, uh, more than Spain uh, so far, but these games are also renowned to be uh, tight you know as i said luis enrique mancini master tactician i'm wondering i'll be really interesting to see who changes first because some teams had to change a little bit their system in order to get the best of the other team so in other words if something takes the lead at some point they'll have to defend a little bit i'm really curious to see who's gonna make the change first mancini or luis enrique who's or or, or, or in other words who's gonna stick the most with his own mentality because it could, it could be a fascinating game if they both go toe to toe until the, the very end we can see a lot of goals and you know can be really really interesting until the very last minute to answer your question i mean obviously uh, my hope is for italy to qualify to be extra time could be penalties you know, with Spain in penalties, we have a bad, uh, bad omen, 20, 20, 2008, that's when we lost the quarterfinals, and then you kicked on your, your, your great generation from that penalty shootout, kicked on, Italy to qualify is 176, Spain to qualify is 2.10, so, you know, they're not bad odds even for Italy to qualify, uh, but, you know, I'll leave that to you, I'll leave that to you. You are completely right that penalty scored by Cesc Fabregas changed the history of the Spanish national team. All the success came afterwards. Then, Danny, let the best team win. Best luck. I have to wish for Spain, not for Italy. You know, good luck. Good luck to you as well. Good luck as well. Um, yeah, thank you very much for analyzing with us this amazing Italy Spain. I think we are going to have fun no matter which team uh, wins. Uh, hopefully, it's as entertaining as we hope. See you soon. Ciao, Edu. Speak soon. See you in the final. Bye bye. 
We have now all the info to place our bets in this Italy, Spain. Let me know who you are backing below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win, of course, £10 free bet with Novibet and click the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get notifications or if you prefer, also listen to our videos in our podcast. See you soon.